the most profound spiritual teachers of all time say the same thing in different ways. Quiet the mind and listen within. Over the last 10 years of my life, I've been asking the same question. Can it really be that simple? This vlogcast is about my journey to the answer. I'm Kayla Crisiglia, and you're listening to Intuition Academy. I had a realization about something recently. That it isn't just about alignment. Something that's been on my mind a lot lately is this concept of um, how I believe the inner voice or being able to tap into your soul consciousness is like a cheat code. It's like having a cheat code to the universe. And I still really, really deeply believe that. But I've been pondering this question because in Bali, um, I basically just have an overwhelming amount of time to sit with myself and to ask myself these questions and to like, and not to be so distracted by life that I can't, that like I can avoid answering the question, right? Like I know what the answer is and I can't ignore it because I have all of this free time to just sit with myself and ponder these things. And the thing that I've been pondering lately is like, why don't I have the results? Why, when I feel like I'm doing all the things, do I still feel like I don't have the results? And this is what I've realized. The results come because of action, like really powerful aligned action. I had this idea in my head for a long time, especially when I got into the inner voice world and community, that life was just going to feel easy from then on out. And I think for a lot of people, that's true. It is true that they can have a very easy life by just dipping into the inner voice and choosing to flow with everything and just being content with life. Like I heard it said, in a specific way where like if you want to have like the farm with the animals you just want to live a very comfortable life where you're not really trying to up level you're not trying to to accomplish a large array of things you don't have wild massive dreams and you're just happy with a comfortable life and a comfortable business and that feels fulfilling to you then Living from the inner voice perspective is enough. That's all that you need, is the inner voice perspective. All is well all the time, all is flowing to you at all times, and all you have to do is lean back and be in that feminine energy in order to receive all of the things that you desire. But another factor comes into play when we start thinking about this concept of expansion and wanting something more than comfort, wanting something bigger than what we're experiencing. A huge realization that I had before I decided to come to Bali was that I could multiple times over the last five years or so, maybe more, I could have had the comfortable life. 
it was presented to me over and over and over and over again. And my mind, in a lot of ways, thought that that's what I wanted. Like, that's what I want. I just want a comfy house with a cushy, you know, beautiful yard with, you know, all the stores that I need nearby and nothing that's going to make me uncomfortable. And, and, and so I can just be in my little cocoon of my house all the time with my routine and my schedule and my, the people that I see all the time, never meeting anyone new, really, just always living in my little bubble. For some people, that feels fulfilling and there's nothing wrong with that. But then there are people like me who the mind thinks that that's what I desire because that's what society has pounded into my brain for all of these years that I've been alive, especially in the United States and especially as being a woman. Having that sort of life is something that is pounded into your brain here. Like you want to have the husband, you want to have the babies, you want to have the mortgage, you want to have the the pretty car. You want to have the the tight-knit group of friends that you see every week or every month um, and that you talk to all the time. But the more that I've tapped into what I really desire, the more that I've realized that I want something so much bigger than that. And especially right before I came to Bali, I realized that, okay, this is another situation where I could have the thing. I could have the thing. I could have the cushy house with the husband and maybe not the babies, but I could, I could have the cushy life. But a year and a half, almost two years in Bellingham, in the place that felt like the dream location and still to my mind feels like the dream location to live in. And I felt bored. And I felt like there was something missing, like I wanted something else. And not because I was dissatisfied with any of it, Bellingham felt so overwhelmingly perfect and still does. And I know that I will go back there one day as long as nothing, you know, I flow into piques my interest more. But in this moment right now, I have a very strong gut feeling that I will move back to Bellingham at some point in my life and live there. And it doesn't mean that I was dissatisfied in my relationship because I wasn't either. And there was nothing that I felt like I was lacking from that relationship. But it was just that bigger, deeper question like, okay, if I wasn't in this relationship, would I stay here? And when I realized the answer was no, and I was like questioning myself, like, why wouldn't I stay here? This was supposed to be the place that I settled down at. It was because I have so much more that I want to do, so much more that I want to experience in my life other than just that bubble. I want to explore the world. I want to meet new people. I want to expand. I want to push myself out of my comfort zone. I want to create something massive and impactful. I want to influence people to create the same way that I I have created in discomfort. Being able to expand even when we're in the moments of satisfaction, not feeling guilty because we want to reach for more. This is like the biggest thing that I have learned recently. And when pondering this big question about, okay, I've been able to do these really incredible things. I've been able to manifest money out of nowhere in order to do the things that I desire to do. The, the programs that I want, the coaching, and the coaching packages I want, the travel opportunities that I want, the living situations. 
Like I've been able to manifest random bouts of money to experience the things that I want to experience. I have moved across the country. I've lived full time on the road while literally making no money. I have been able to travel from Chicago to Washington all the way to Bali having what I would consider a very small amount of money like leaking into my bank account every month in comparison to what other people like I've, I have a feeling that people assume that I make a large amount of money doing what I'm doing and I do not. I probably make the same amount if not a little bit less than what I was making when I was still back in Bellingham living in an apartment or living in a house with multiple roommates. Like what it came down to was, do I want to get comfortable living here? Do I want to expand here when I could potentially be stuck in this situation that feels dissatisfactory to me? Or am I gonna push myself out of my comfort zone and go live paycheck to paycheck somewhere else that feels more expansive? where I feel like I could lean into the things that I desire to do while I'm still building. Like, do I wanna live paycheck to paycheck in the United States, in Bellingham, Washington, where I have to live with multiple roommates and barely be able to afford groceries? Or do I wanna live abroad and live in some of the places in the world where I know that I can afford to live alone? where I know that I can afford to go out and buy myself groceries or buy myself dinner without it completely throwing me into the red. Even though it's uncomfortable and it's scary and it's foreign and it's new. I choose Bali every time. I choose being able to live through experience every time. I choose discomfort over comfort every time. And through the discomfort, I find a new level of comfort, the comfort that I'm experiencing now. And so through all of that, and that those scary steps that I've had to take in order to get here, but knowing that I didn't want to compromise the feeling that I'm searching for, which is more than comfort. It's more than stability. It's the feeling of life. It's the feeling of being alive. But I also understand that there are deeper desires that I have that I don't feel like I've been able to fully step into and fulfill, like expanding my business. The one thing that I've struggled with the most in my life has been relationships. Well, I should say the two things. The two things are relationships, romantic relationships specifically, and money. If I had to choose which one I struggle with more, money wins out every time. Creating money, in my experience, feels like a constant battle, constant nervous system activation, and constant struggle. And that's okay. The thing that the inner voice has taught me over and over and over again is that regardless of how much money is in my bank account, or regardless of how much money I owe on bills, regardless of how much I'm in the red, I'm still okay. I'm still safe, I'm still protected, I'm still guided. And I still know what to do and it all ends up working out in the end. Even though my physical reality is still perpetually creating this cycle of less than enough, like living just at the level of my means, 
never being able to push it into a higher level, never being able to flow it into a higher level. And I think, and I'm realizing, that being where I am and always choosing to expand, regardless of my financial situation, is helping me in like the long term expand my financial situation. And what I mean by that is I'm realizing that through everything I have realized that I'm always okay, which is like the main goal of what happens when we really dip into the inner voice perspective, when you dip into the soul consciousness perspective, you try and remove yourself from like the human specimen that you are, just being the body and and seeing yourself from a more expanded perspective than just from the body. Like, I am in this human body, and if I don't have money in my bank account, then I could die tomorrow. Like, it's just not true. I've been shown and I've experienced over and over and over again that I'm always protected and that I'm always safe, regardless of what I'm creating in my physical reality. That is something that I have achieved a hundred percent. I have mastered that part of my life, feeling content feeling alignment and feeling okay in every scenario, whatever my circumstances give me. And not even just money, whether it comes to the place that I'm living in, whether it comes to the romantic relationship, the friendships, the the business, all of these areas of my life, I've seen over and over and over again that I'm okay regardless of what this circumstance is showing me. Now, when I entered into the inner voice world, this aspect of like shifting my perspective from like being the human to being the awareness of the human, I thought that it was going to bring everything that I desired into my life. I thought it was going to change everything. And in so many ways it did. I'm not saying that it didn't. But there are also so many ways that it didn't. There are so many ways that it did, that it shifted everything. It changed the internal aspect of me. It changed that aspect of myself. It changed the amount that I believe in myself. It changed the the inner dialogue has shifted so much. The way that I talk to myself internally, the way that I react to the outside world has all shifted. And I've moved from reactive to relaxed (laughs) like to no reaction to to being able to breathe through the emotions to emotional maturity emotional intelligence that is what the inner voice has given me the inner voice has given me complete stability within who i am as a human being internally but it hasn't shifted everything about my physical reality like the financial situation, like the relationship, like my business, all of the things that I deeply, deeply desire to morph and form into like this more solid being, like the creation of these things. And it's not for lack of inspiration either, because all inspiration is born from the inner voice from the the soul consciousness aspect of ourselves like when we're tapped into that we know what to do there is no i don't know there is no i don't know i don't know always stems from the mind it always stems from the human perspective but when you're tapped into the other aspect there is no i don't know there is always an answer to the question and i always have an answer to the question (laughs) the missing piece is that action step 
the inner voice can give me the perspective. It can help relax my nervous system, but it cannot move my body. It cannot move me because free will. The inner voice is not something that like um, possesses you. It's not something that controls you, just like God. God does not possess or control you. It is something that you allow to flow freely through you. When I hear the inner voice, it's not because I'm suddenly possessed by this other worldly, like, ethereal being. It's because I allow that thing, that energy into my experience. It is free will. I am taking the action step to breathe, to shift my perspective down into my body, to feel centered within myself, and then to let the inner voice guidance to fill me. But if I choose to shift my perspective to something else, the inner voice is not going to like vacuum me back to where they are. Never. That will never happen. The inner voice is not an action being. It is not about action. It is just about perspective. It's about perspective. It's about knowing that everything is always okay. The rest of it, the action bit, the movement bit, that's all human. (laughs) That's all human. That's all who we are as an individual. Moving from the the internal bit to the external bit. Moving from I am centered within this moment, I accept this moment, but then moving into I desire more and I'm going to do something about it. The inner voice can tell me what steps to take. It can tell me when to turn left, it can tell me when to turn right, but I still have free will. I still have to turn left. I still have to to choose to make a U-turn. I still have to choose to hit record I still have to choose to do the scary fucking thing. I still have to take action after the inner voice gives me the steps to take. And that's the reason why I believe the inner voice is a cheat code. The inner voice can give you every answer that you desire, but it cannot make you move. It's like, it's like knowing the cheat code is there. It's like in Sims where there was that, like, uh, I totally forget what the cheat code was that you input into Sims. But, like, you can know logically what the cheat code is, but you have to use your hands and you've got to hit control whatever and then you've got to type the code in and you've got to hit enter. The inner voice is just the logical understanding of what to do next, but we have to take action before it can manifest. Yes, there are so many things in life that can just flow to us in the feminine and, and just be with us while we're in the being. But when there is a desire born within us, it always takes action in order to create in the physical world. That is the bridge. Action is the bridge between the non-physical and the physical manifestation. We all know, if you're familiar with the teachings of Abraham, that the moment that you desire something, it is immediately created in energetic reality. But now our job is to move from desiring it 
well, allowing ourselves to desire it in the first place, because the more that we can hold and believe that we can desire something and that it's okay and give ourselves permission to want it, the, the faster that it's going to be created in our, in our physical reality. But it's not just a sit back and wait until it shows up sort of thing. There are plenty of instances where I could say that I did. I leaned back and, and things came to me. That's living in flow. That's living in feminine essence. That's living in the feminine energy. That's living within the inner voice perspective. And there's nothing wrong with that. I just desire more. And when we desire more, when we desire expansion, it always takes physical action steps in the physical world in order to create in physical reality. It's just the missing piece. And I'm like, uh, I'm not preaching this to anybody. This is just a realization that I'm having and asking the question, like I thought I was doing the thing. I thought I was leaning back. I thought I was allowing it to come to me. And I am, I am a fucking master at leaning back and letting it come to me. But letting it come, come to me, that is just 80% of the equation. I'm doing 80% and leaving 20% out. I'm not showing up in the world and taking action from the way that my inner voice is guiding me to because I'm afraid. <laughs> because I'm afraid of what will happen. And the reason that I'm afraid is because I want big things. And I'm just allowing myself to really desire them more than I ever have. And that's half of the equation. Half of the equation is just letting yourself want it in the first place. Allowing the desire to, to come into your experience in the first place. My desire that continues to form, continues to morph, and continues to come into reality and that I just need to start speaking because the more that I keep it to myself, the more that it feels wrong. But what I really truly have been desiring is recognition, expansion. I desire money. <laughs> I desire impact. I desire to free people in the way that I have been able to free myself. I desire to free people in a way that they never knew possible. Free them from the constraints of their own mind. Because that's really the only thing that's ever holding any of us back. Freeing people from that inner dialogue. The thing that is consistently talking shit and making it seem like all the things that we want in life are unattainable. I desire to have recognition. I desire to change people's lives the way that I was able to change my own. And I was, and I've mastered it. And now I feel myself moving into the next layer of mastery, which is powerfully listening to the guidance that I'm given and moving in that direction. Now that I've basically trained over the last, I don't know how many years, five, six years in being present with myself and finding a way to be content with every circumstance that life throws at me, whether positive or negative, whether it's living for months and months at a time on the road with literally no money coming in, or it's having the most euphoric moment I've ever experienced in my life, just swimming in a swimming pool in the rice paddies of Bali. Finding complete contentment in either one of those scenarios and complete presence, I have mastered that. 
And now it's time to move on to the next thing. I know what's coming next. And that is why my mind is afraid. <laughs> because I know what is coming next. And the only thing that needs to happen in order to create that is not an elimination of fear. It is not a deciding that I, I'm not going to be afraid anymore. It's deciding that I'm going to be afraid and do it anyway. That I'm going to not know what I'm doing and do it anyway. That I'm going to show up and just do. From alignment. The thing that separates like the aspect of life that is grind like grind versus leaning back and, and receiving and taking inspired action which I think a lot of people get confused about like what's the difference between taking action from alignment and and grinding because it feels like sometimes taking action from alignment is the same as grinding like what's the difference imagine waking up in the morning and feeling complete dread and overwhelm and stress and anxiety because you have to do something because you have to go to work and you have to do work that you hate doing and that you don't want to do but you feel like you have to do it because if you don't you're not safe you're not secure you're not taken care of you're not going to have food on the table your kids are going to suffer you're going to suffer your significant your significant other is going to suffer your boss is going to get mad at you or the people that you're supposed to be serving are going to are gonna just leave because you weren't consistent. That's grinding. Grinding is waking up and being dread, dread, exhaustion, feeling tired. Inspired action looks like waking up in the morning, feeling happy to be awake, sitting with yourself in presence and giving yourself what you need to feel nurtured in that moment doing something that feels good for yourself, even if it's only for a few seconds, allowing yourself to come first, and then allowing yourself to really desire what it is that you're wanting, noticing what you actually desire when there's no fear involved because you know you're always guided, you know you're always protected from this aspect of yourself. You hold the desire for the thing that you really want in this moment of groundedness within yourself. And then you're given guidance. And sometimes guidance is simply, okay, let's walk to the cafe and have a coffee this morning. And sometimes guidance is the next thing that you need to do is go on Facebook Live you need to post on social media, you need to talk about what you do. That is inspired action versus waking up and having to do something that you don't want to do and feeling dread. That is grinding. Grinding is doing the thing because you feel like you have to do the thing. Inspired action is taking care of yourself first, moving into it even though it's scary because anyone who hasn't done a Facebook Live before, or a TikTok Live, or an Instagram Live, or, or done a video series, or showed up for a client call, or had to buy a coaching package, like, even though you sit and you drop yourself into alignment and you feel so alive, the first time that you have to drop $10,000 on a coach, 
you're shitting your pants. I don't care how aligned you are. The first time that you go on Facebook Live, even though the inner voice tells you that you don't need a script and you don't need notes and you're just going to speak from your heart, shitting your pants. I don't care how in, aligned, in alignment you are. It's not that it's not scary. It's that it's what you want. And you're scared, but you do it anyway. That is aligned action. <laughs> that is the difference between hustling to get what you desire and allowing yourself to be guided into inspired action. And the, the other big reason I call the inner voice inspired action is because, or not inspired action, the other reason I call the inner voice a cheat code is because the inner voice, like the people who don't understand that they have the ability to tap into this part of themselves, like their soul consciousness, the aspect that's completely unconditionally loving, unconditionally accepting of everything, when they don't know that they have that part of themselves, it takes twice as much work to get to inspired action. It becomes a waiting game. It becomes, okay, I'm going to let myself get really, really happy. And then when I get really, really happy, I'm going to hear some guidance to take. And then, or not hear guidance, but like a, an inspired thought's going to come to me. And then I'm going to question the fuck out of it. Like, is that inspired action? I don't really know. Maybe it came from my mind, but... It's not like that when you're tapped in to that deeper consciousness, that deeper awareness of yourself. It becomes the questions of like, I'm going to let myself get really present with myself today. And then I'm going to get very aligned with what I desire. And then I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to ask myself a question. What do I have to do today to get closer to that deeper desire? What's the next step that I have to take? And then boom, the answer is there and you know what to do and you know where to go and you know what move to make. And sometimes that can even trip people up in the inner voice world because it's as simple as breathe. And it's like, well, I don't want to breathe. I just want to know what to do with my business. And it's like the next step is to breathe. We're telling you what to do next. So do it. You got to take action. You have to take action from what we're guiding you to do. The inner voice gives us the action step and then we have to bring it into physical reality. It's bridging the gap between the energetic world and the physical world. The inner voice is the energetic world, but it cannot possess our hands unless we ask it to. <laughs> because there are some people who like journaling, for instance, this was really big with Elizabeth Gilbert and Jess Lively when she first started doing inner voice work, she talked about like surrendering and letting the inner voice come through while journaling. And that's why the way that a lot of people started doing inner voice work in the beginning, it's like you surrender over your hand to the inner voice, to your inner guidance, and then they write the words. And you don't really know what's going to come out next until you go back and read it later. You do allow them to possess you in that sense, but it's not possession because they don't own you. It's more of like giving over, like you're allowing that energy to flow through you. And so we can ask the inner voice, can you take over my mouth? Can you take over my body? Can you do this? Can you do that? And then allow that to flow into our experience. But we also don't have to do that. We can just listen to the energetic and then bring that into physical reality, bridge the gap between the two worlds with physical action. And this can be hard for a lot of people myself included, like this is my growth edge right now, because 
first of all, like our minds still exist, like our conscious mind still exists. And it's still trying to protect us from all the things that it's like scared of in this world, right? And so half the time, the guidance steps that the inner voice gives us are really scary <laughs> to the mind. And it feels like we don't know what's gonna happen next. I don't know what's gonna happen next. I've gotten really good at taking action on what the inner voice guides me to when it's about my physical location. Like I have been able to take action in directions when I didn't know what the outcome was gonna be, but like within my business, for some reason, that's just still care. It's still scary as fuck. Like my mind does not want to to let go of how scary it would be to like become like not even wildly successful. But say I join TikTok and I gain twenty thousand followers in a month. That's not an unheard of thing. That's a very common thing, in fact. Not very easy to do on Facebook or Instagram very easy to do on TikTok. That's the reason why so many small businesses, coaches, like psychics, tarot card readers, that's why they have such successful businesses because they can build up a following very quickly over a short amount of time. <laughs> it's like the quantum leap. TikTok is like the quantum leap for small businesses as long as they're willing to show up. As long as they're willing to show up. And that is the thing that my mind is afraid of. And I was even talking to one of my really dear friends, Triel, earlier, and we were talking about how this has happened to both of us in our businesses. How within my business, when I first started this podcast, Intuition Academy, over a year ago, I was recording podcast episodes left and right. I was taking action from the inner voice perspective like all day, every day. It was like quantum leap central. And I was getting paid clients from just recording my podcast and maybe dropping like an image of my podcast or like saying like oh like somebody should listen on like my instagram and on a couple of apps that i was part of but it wasn't like it wasn't anything special i gained my first um my first high ticket client from my podcast and i was telling my friend triel earlier that at the end of that month, like that was probably the first month that I had recorded my podcast. In the moment when the month ended and I was like, my goal for the month will say, like I really wanted to hit that goal of 10K months, which is what most coaches want. At the end of that first month, I had signed one high ticket client and I didn't hit $10,000. And I felt like I failed. What? I look back at it now and I'm like, what? What is wrong with you? <laughs> you thought you failed? <laughs> it's just such an interesting perspective shift, like being able to look back in hindsight. Like, I did not fail. I was succeeding. I was succeeding. And because I didn't hit that goal point, my mind created such a believable story to me, which was this isn't working. This isn't working. We should just give up. And then, of course, feeding into that energy, I just sort of trickled out of the podcast over time. And it's like, if I had just stayed as consistent as I had been, I can't imagine the growth that I would have experienced in the last year that I've been recording all of this. And there would be so much more of my story that I could have shared. And it's okay. 
because I have the perspective now. I'm not beating myself up for what I didn't do before. It's just, I have the perspective now. Like, I really do see the gift in this. I really do see the gift in this. And it's just that there was nothing going wrong. I was succeeding. Just because I hadn't hit the top of the mountain in month one does not mean that I wouldn't get there over time. It's just about compounding work over time. And it seems so simple and it seems so silly from this perspective, but while you're in the thick of it, you know, it's just really easy to, to overlook something like that and to think like, oh, well, it didn't work. I must not have enough value to give to the world. <laughs> it's like, no. The action bit. And I don't think that even then I really fully understood the action bit and how powerful it actually is to take action from the inner voice perspective. Every client that I have received within my business has been because I took action in one way or another. Otherwise, there isn't a single person out in the world who would know who the fuck I am. There's not a single person out there who would know who I am. They would not know what I offer or what I'm doing. Every single person that has come into my world has come in because I did something physically with my human body, my human apparatus. Whether it was hitting record on a podcast, typing something up on the computer, responding to emails with my hands, typing on a keyboard, on a keyboard talking with my mouth to another human being, coaching somebody and getting reference, like getting a referral because with my physical human body, I'm showing up to coaching calls. Like every single way that I have created anything within my business has all been based in other, in, in the action steps that I'm taking. Just like I was given Intuition Academy, the package, the six month, which I'm highly considering turning into a 12-month package. My 6-12 to 12 month package, we'll call it, Intuition Academy, that was created in energetic reality first. Right. It was. But I had to go out into the world and talk about it. I had to write it down on physical paper. I had to write it down in physical paper. I had to talk about it with my mouth. Otherwise, it's just going to sit there and nobody is going to know that it exists. And that's the reason. And another thing that I notice my mind really hyper fixating on is like, okay, well, we've basically been creating the business over the last year and we haven't really been taking all that much action, but it's still like giving us some results. Like the small amount of action that we're taking is, is creating what we're desiring, at least to some degree, right? Like, I still have people who listen to my podcast, even though I have no idea who any of you are, but I love you and I appreciate you. And I'm so happy that you're here listening. And a lot of my clients, I didn't know, like, why they would, why they showed up unless they, um, unless they told me why, you know, like, it didn't take very much action to get all of what I've created. And I've been able to, to move abroad, like, I'm living in fucking Bali, with the small amount of action that I've taken. So I can't imagine what will happen when I am actually taking inspired action all the time. 
and not allowing fear to run the party anymore. Because in reality, the reason that I have not been taking action is not because it's not inspired, is not because it's not the right moment. It's not because it's the moment that I'm supposed to jump on the train, the train left the station and I missed the train. The train is sitting in the station until I get on. I am the conductor. The train doesn't move until I get on it. Literally, it doesn't move till I get on it. The inner voice is just like, hey, there's this train here. If you want to drive it, you just got to hop on. We'll tell you what to do. The train is in the station. I just have not decided to hop on. <laughs> Only because of fear. It is not because of timing. It is not because the opportunity has not been presented to me because the train left the station. It is purely because I'm afraid of what will happen when I do it. Purely because I'm afraid of what will happen when I do it. Purely because I know what I desire. I don't know how to run a multi-million dollar business, but I desire it. I don't know how to work with multiple high-ticket clients, but I desire it. I don't know how to create courses through channeling the inner voice guidance, but I desire it. I don't know how to get a European passport, but I desire it. I don't know how to do all of the fill the blank, all of them, trains in the station. I am the conductor. I am, I am driving that train. I'm not a passenger, just hopping on for the ride. I am in control of it. And I just haven't gotten on out of fear. Every single one of these things that I have borne within me through desire, I am given action steps for. Very specific action steps from my inner voice. And I just sit <laughs> on the platform and don't get on the train. And that's okay, because all is well. Which again and again, I've learned this from the inner voice. All is well. It doesn't matter if I ever get on the train. Ever. I could never step foot on that train a day in my life and all will still be well. And that won't mean that I'm fucking up and that won't mean that I'm not fulfilling my destiny either in this lifetime or the next. That's what I like to say. Either in this lifetime or the next. There is no wrong decision. There is no timing. There is no right. There is no wrong. It's just desire. It's just what do I desire in this lifetime? And I think I had recorded in maybe the last episode, but I'll say it again because it's this, this is seriously so important. Somebody had come to Abraham Hicks during one of their talks and had said, I want to be an NHL player. Is it NHL? I think I said it the wrong, it was the wrong thing before. Yeah, the National Hockey League. I want to be an NHL player. And I know that I'm getting too old to be an NHL player. And Abraham basically said, okay, well, you have two options. You can either allow yourself to want it and move in that direction via inspired action, or you can be miserable for the rest of your life because you didn't get it. Either way, the desire is not going to go away. The desire isn't going to go away. <laughs> and a year later, he came back and told her or told them that 
um, that he had actually, like, he knew that he had gotten too old to be in an NHL, to be an NHL player, but he had joined a men's league and they played with professional hockey players all the time. And that was all he wanted. He didn't care about the fame. He didn't care about the recognition. He didn't want to be on TV and going to, you know, the, the Stanley Cup. Like, he didn't care about any of those things. He just wanted to play at that level. And so his desire was fulfilled. After he allowed himself to want it, <laughs> stopped letting himself argue for limitations and stopped letting the fear get in the way and instead just allowed himself to move into it with inspired action because the desire wasn't going to go away. The desire that I have within my work, any desire that you have that is outside of your level of comfort right now that feels like I don't know how I could ever achieve that I don't know how I could you know my husband won't get on board with that or I've got kids to take care of or like I can't possibly afford to do that like any desire that you have just remember this like let it hit let yourself want it or be miserable forever (laughs) either this lifetime or the next like Can you let it go enough to not care that it came or not? Like, this is is a really good example or exercise that I've always liked to do with myself, which is like the deathbed scenario. Like, would I be okay with it not manifesting in this lifetime? Would I feel fulfilled if I never moved into like the high, the the high-performing business that I'm I am demanding from the universe right now? Like that I desire so badly that I can feel it in every inch of my body. What if in a week, a month, 10 years, 50 years, 100 years, I am laying on my deathbed, that moment of time, this is like Melanie Ann Lair in her most recent masterclass was saying this and it was like making me cry. She was just like that moment when like poof, like you are just pull it, you're being pulled out of your body and you can feel it. Like in that moment, you're hovering above your body and you're looking back, you're seeing the, the highlight reels of your life and you realize that you didn't do that thing. I didn't have the high performing business of, of creating like really large impact, changing people's lives for the better and helping them gain freedom. Hovering above your body, like do you feel like it's okay? It's okay that I didn't do that. I had such an amazing life anyway and I got everything that I wanted and I know that I have time and opportunity to do it again in the next lifetime or are you sitting there wailing over your body saying please like just send me back just send me back I'll do it I'll do it this time I promise I'll do it this time just send me back don't let it be done yet like even just thinking about it is making me cry because that is the depth of desire that I have for the work that I feel called to do in this world And not just because I want to be living in luxury, you know, (laughs) on an island somewhere by myself and never have to talk to another human being. It's because I was trapped within myself in misery, depressed, feeling like I wanted to end it all at certain times in my life because I didn't know what I know now. And there are other people in the world who feel that way. And I could help set them free. I could help set them free. 
that is the reason why I would be hovering above my body in the moments that I'm taking my last breath and say, please send me back. Because that is the work that I really, really deeply desire to do on this planet and that I feel like I've been, that I, I feel like I brought myself here to do that, to experience trauma, to experience the horrendous thing and things that I had to go through within my lifetime in order to get to a point where I'm not there anymore and getting there of my own free will, getting there without a coach, getting there because I just did, because I was just open to it, because the right people presented themselves to me at the right time, the right message hit, hit me right in the chest when I needed it to the most, because I was open to it, because my desire was so strong for myself that I allowed it into my experience. But to think that I could make that journey easier for somebody, easier than it was for me, that fuels everything that I desire to do because it's not for me. If I lived on, in a, a simple little apartment for the rest of my life, never got over my money drama, and was able to help thousands of people while just living comfortably and not in luxury, I would die fulfilled and happy. I would hover above my body and say, it's okay, I didn't need the riches in this lifetime. I didn't need the luxury. I didn't need the high rise. I didn't need the, be the, the house on a lake. I didn't need any of that. I just know that I changed thousands of lives. I know that I helped thousands of people feel free. that would be enough for me. <laughs> like, I know it would. That is what I really deeply desire. That's why I haven't quit. That's why even on the days when it feels the hardest, even on the days where I'm barely making enough money to put food on the table, <laughs> I don't quit because I know I'm okay and I know this is what I'm meant to do and I know that if I desire it, it's inevitable. All I have to do is allow myself to take action in that direction. And for anybody who's listening to this, who feels like they've been doing all the things, they've been getting into alignment, they've been listening to their inner voice, their soul consciousness, even if you haven't been able to step into that, like there are people out there who can, who do magical things. Like, and I'm not just talking about me. Like there are so many people out in the world who have gotten to this point in their life where they have gained freedom. And they're not people who are just trying to steal your money, who are just trying to have the luxurious life, like people who just want for other people to be okay. They just want them to be okay. And because of similar experiences to me, because at one point they weren't okay and they're okay now, and they know that they can help other people be okay too. Allow yourself to receive that from people. Allow yourself to receive guidance, to receive the knowledge and the understanding that you're okay, even if circumstantially your mind wants to say that you're not. You're okay. You are okay. And you'll always be okay. And as soon as you can achieve that within yourself, that's when you get to start stepping into desire that's when you get to start creating an expansion or that's when you get to settle down and say, this is where I'm going to spend the rest of my life. <laughs>
just feeling okay, feeling fulfillment and contentment exactly where I am and not needing anything else. Whether you desire for expansion like I do, or whether you desire to just be comfortable within your comfortable life, both are perfect. Anywhere in between those two things are perfect. Something completely different from both of those, those, both of those things is perfect. But allow yourself to receive. Receive the knowledge that you're hearing here. Receive the knowledge that you feel called to listen to outside of you. Receive the knowledge from within yourself, most importantly. And allow yourself to desire whatever it is that you want because everything is possible. If you desire it, it is possible. The only thing that's stepping in your way is that feeling of it's not, I'm not okay right now. I'm not okay. If I do that thing, I'm not going to be okay. As soon as you can allow yourself to know that in every moment you are in fact okay, stepping into the scary thing will be that much easier. Stepping into the fear and doing it scared will be that much easier. And I'm not perfect at this. I'm still learning this every single day. And that's why I wanted a platform like this to be able to talk about the things that I'm struggling with, the areas in my life that I am up-leveling in and that I'm improving on all the time. And this is my growth edge. My growth edge is I'm getting the guidance. (laughs) Now I just have to move. Now I just have to move and know that my inner voice will always be with me as I move. And I have an overwhelming amount of, um, of evidence that when I move, I will be okay. And that even though I don't know what's going to happen next, I will when I get there. I don't need to know right now. I'll know when I get there. Sometimes you have to start even when it's not finished. (laughs) That's what I did with Intuition Academy, the package. I was just given a phrase, a theme for every month, every month of Intuition Academy, the package. I was given a theme. This is what the theme for this month is going to be. It is reintegration. It is out-of-session implementation. It is building trust between the mind and the inner voice. Whatever the month phase was, I was just given a phrase. I didn't know what any of that was going to look like. But I was guided to do it half-finished. To just do it. Just do it. It'll all come together as you do it. Even within the four-month mastermind that I just led, I wasn't given anything other than this is going to be a business, an inner voice slash business-led mastermind. And we're just going to go into it knowing that it'll all unfold as as it will. And it did. There was never a call where I didn't have a topic, and I always showed up, even when I had COVID, and I could barely talk because my coughing was so out of control and I had a fever and I hadn't slept and I was delirious and I honestly don't remember that call at all, but I showed up. Sometimes we have to do things before we know what the end result is. And that is the scariest part of the process. But the more that you can train yourself in understanding and knowing that you're always okay, the more that you know that you'll just 
understand when you get there. You can take the action step now and know that when you get there, you'll have all the answers. And that's because that point in time in the future will be a now moment when I get there. And now is all we have. Right now, I have all the answers that I could ever ask, which means that when I get to that now moment, that right now is in the future, that now moment, I will have the answers. I will always have the answers, always. So the inner voice is a cheat code. <laughs> it is a cheat code, but it's still our responsibility to take the energetic message that we're given from the inner voice, from our soul consciousness, from the universe, and bring it into physical reality. So, if you want to take this journey with me, you want to perfect the things which you feel like I've already perfected, or you're wanting to move into action steps that you're being guided to take but too afraid to take, then I would highly suggest signing up with my Intuition Academy package. Whether you stay with me for six months or 12 months, I have seen incredible results with all of my clients who have signed with me. And the most exciting thing about the Intuition Academy package right now is that I have recently brought on one of my dear, 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 dear friends who also started as a client with me. Her name is Meg, Meg Comia, and she is my inner voice facilitator. So not only will you have me supporting you every week on um, a weekly coaching call, you will also have a weekly inner voice call with Meg. And on top of that, you will have full-time support with both of us um, on Voxer, which is a messaging app that we use. You can use as like a walkie-talkie. So we can voice note back and forth, which means you can basically ask for coaching or advice or ask for anything, ask for support 24-7 for the entire six to 12 months that we work together. If you are interested in this package, I will drop my email address in the details um, of the podcast and the show notes. And um, the email address is just KaylaMCorsiglia at gmail.com. You can also look me up on Instagram. It's just at KaylaCorsiglia. And you can DM me, follow me and DM me. Um, and uh, I will also drop Meg's email address in the show notes as well. I do not know it off the top of my head, but either one of us um, and either email or Instagram. And also, if there's just anything that you want to share about the takeaways that you had from the episode, I love getting messages from people. Um, I get messages on Instagram a lot more than I would think with the listens that I get on this podcast, and it absolutely lights me up when people message me and give me their perspective, like, thank you so much on, you know, your episode on, on this topic, like, really helped me have a perspective shift. I just absolutely love it when I get feedback like that. So please feel free to reach out to me. I'm always loving, like, the expansion of my community and also just being able to connect with other like-minded people um, and, you know, making friends that way. Uh, so anyway, like I said, if you want to reach out, I will leave my email and my Instagram and Meg's email as well in the show notes. And until next time, quiet the mind, listen within, 
and always follow the joy.